Support for Away With Words comes from National Geographic Books, publisher of I'm Not Hanging Noodles From Your Ears, a collection of intriguing idioms from around the world by Jag Bala. Learn more at shopng.com slash noodles. Welcome to another minicast from Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. Here's a little secret I want to share with you. If you want to get a rise out of me, all you have to do is say that the serial comma should be optional. Write out the colors of the American flag without sticking a comma between the words white and blue. Well, to me, them's fighting words. So you can imagine how happy I was when we heard recently from another Martha who shares my devotion to this precious piece of punctuation. That Martha lives in Indianapolis with her husband, Mark. They're both English teachers, but Martha called to say that she just discovered something shocking about the man she thought she knew. We were, we were um, on our anniversary weekend camping, and I was telling him about something that happened in class, and I was explaining the comma to one of my students, and he said to me, like, wait, you teach them that? And what was it? <laughs> Whoa. And I said, yeah, you don't? And he said, no, he doesn't. And we had never talked about it before. So we then got in an argument about whether or not it should be used. Oh, my. <laughs> so that's why I was calling. Wait, so which comma is this? The Oxford comma or the Harvard comma. Right. The, com- comma. the comma before a conjunction in a series of things. Right. right. Martha, give us yeah. an example of that. Um, well, I think, like, my uh, the colors of the American flag are red, comma, white, comma, and blue. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so, that's and that's how I teach it. Uh huh. And so, but then my husband, I found out, doesn't. So, I guess what I was, what I want to know, of course, is that I should be teaching that to my students because I feel that's the right thing to teach. Ah. All right. So, what's your defense of your position? Well, I feel um, that it should be used. I think um, it. You know, in the in the classes that I teach, um, for one, we I, in my writing class is a, it's a we teach APA format, and in the APA book it says we should use it. And then two, um, it really it can you know help stop misunderstanding or ambiguity. Um, and those are those are the reasons basically. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to hear from your husband. Is he around? Yes, yeah, he's sitting right next to me. What's his name? Mark. Mark. Hello. Hi, Mark. Hi. Hello, Mark. It's Martha and Grant. Hey, Martha and Grant. It's such an honor to speak to both of you. To the <laughs> well, show. That's great. So we, ha- <laughs> so, so we have Grant, wife- comma, Martha, comma, and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I suppose that you could, although I wouldn't write it like that. You wouldn't. You leave, you leave out no. the comma before the conjunction. Uh, no, no. Normally, well, here I guess I was taught that you should have a comma before the conjunction, um, but. I'm seeing it appear in, in in writing less and less often. Like the more informal the writing, the less often it appears. And I'm finding that a lot of my students have also been or have been taught not to include it. And so they would ask me uh, why there's a comma there. And so I would end up with a class like a few of them have been taught to include it and a few haven't. And the more I thought about it, the more I came to the conclusion that uh, really, this is one of those punctuation rules where my only defense for it was because I was told to do it. And I've always thought that that's just a really lousy way of explaining punctuation. Um, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I concede with Martha that uh, there are cases that it could uh, lend to more clarity. However, I think that there's really no need to include it because anytime you wanted to uh, increase your clarity, you could find a different way of either phrasing the sentence or, or structuring it or different wording, or you could use a colon. So hmm. it's not that so I'm you, against using it. It's just I, I don't think it's worth teaching. Basically. Mark, you and Martha are teaching different um, segments of the same class at the same university or college. Yes. Uh, and you're both using APA style. That's the American Psychological Association style, right? Yes. Or no? Okay, you are. Yes. All right, so we're talking, we're talking about adults. But let me ask you, do you think that doing it Martha's way, that is using the comma before the conjunction, just making that your standard practice is going to save your, uh, how should I put this, your less sophisticated writers from ever making a mistake of clarity? No, I'm not convinced that it will. Okay. No, okay. I mean, because I struggle with this because I, I don't want to uh, misguide anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it came down to that it felt like I was spending so much time trying to explain uh, why and how. And I just thought, you know, in my mind, like if I said I'm going to the grocery store to buy milk, bread, and eggs, the thought there is I'm going to the grocery store to buy milk and bread and eggs. So the comma is almost performing the function of the conjunction. And to leave it there is almost kind of redundant. My Martha and I have discussed this before, and I generally agree with you. I think that a careful writer will know when to use that comma and when not to use the comma. I do find, however, that under the influence of my Martha, and she is definitely my Martha, um, (laughs) I use that comma before the conjunction more and more because I've begun to see that uh, when I'm rushed or when my work isn't well edited by somebody else, that I'm saving potential disaster by going ahead and throwing that comma in there, and it's hurting nobody. I agree 100% with you, but that's almost like the the few instances where it does seem to help mm-hmm. are almost like the exception that proves the rule to me. Okay. And you so mean, therefore, I think, you know what, enough of the, uh, a lot of the students are already confused about commas. Mm-hmm. Let's not add one more. Because I guess from my perspective, I'm thinking um, that, that that is the number one question that we get. Like, okay, when do, I mean, how do we use the comma? Um, and how do we know if we're using it correctly? Yeah, well, I think that that in the uh, earlier part of uh, the 20th century, people were saying, when in doubt, leave it out. And we sort right. of, the punctuation pendulum kind of swung, and people started leaving them out maybe when they shouldn't have left them out. But I don't know, Mark, I have a special place in my heart for this serial comma. I mean, I, I guess I'm just so influenced by the story of the pious author who dedicated his book to my parents, comma, the Pope and Mother Teresa. <laughs> you know, I that, mean, is that a true right. story? Can, that can sounds a bit apocryphal. To, to the oh. Pope, Mother Teresa, and my parents, um, without commas, no. Pope. Without without the comma before the conjunction, yes, right. they could have, and they would have avoided that mistake. Yes, if they'd have been a more careful writer. Yes, yeah. I imagine know. that book wasn't a bestseller. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it may well be an apocryphal story, but um, but I think that that there's a lesson even in apocryphal stories, Grant. Okay. I mean, and and the other one that caught my eye recently because you see the serial comma less and less in journalism for sure. You're right about mm-hmm. that, Mark. I mean, you, it's dropping out of. Uh, well, it's AP, AP style, Associated Press style says don't use it. Right. And right. so, but then, but then in Time Magazine, not that long ago, I was reading about a church that had 3,500 members, comma, a full choir, comma, a violinist and long-stemmed roses in the bathroom. 
a violinist in long stem roses in the bathroom of the church. <laughs> a comma there would have clarified everything. As I said, I, I just I think it's like good vibes that you can send them to somebody and it and it and it won't hurt and it just might help. I I, th- I think it's a safety net. Um, but but Mark, I don't want you to get to the wrong idea here. I, I would say from the larger issue, I'm so pleased that you're considering this issue and how to teach it to your students. Oh, sure. It's not something to be taken for granted. <laughs> commas, commas are difficult. I mean, they're not, you know, there are many more things that are more difficult in the world. But if you can get commas right, you're on your way to being a good writer. Well, harumph. It seems to me you can always get those commas right by inserting a serial comma every single time. Use this little gem consistently and you'll never have to dither over whether to put it in or leave it out. It's like dropping your house keys in the very same place every time you come home so you'll never have to hunt for them. It's simple common sense. Well, that's my opinion anyway. What do you think? Send your thoughts to words at waywardradio.org or stop by our discussion forum. You'll find that at waywardradio.org. For Away With Words, I'm Martha Barnett. Support for Away With Words comes from Mosey Online Backup. Mosey protects your valuable computer files against data loss from hard drive crash, viruses, theft, and other disasters. Visit mozy.com.